Get ready to challenge conventional beliefs about what's possible in creating health, wealth, and happiness. You are listening to Playing on the Edge Radio with Megan Edge. This hit show is providing you with ways of sustaining radical and powerful changes in your life. It is time to open and expand your awareness, accelerate your well-being as Megan shares wisdom, teachings, and experience from a lifelong journey of the heart. Enact the power of radical change with ease and lift your desires to a new perspective. Now, here's Playing on the Edge Radio. I'm telling you we're ready for this show. By far, we are ready for this show. Um, playing on the edge radio with Megan edge, radical change with these and me, Dr. Pat, we get to do these shows. It's so fabulous. But you know, this morning I woke up and I was talking about surrender in a different way, but Megan has prepared this conversation on the edge of surrender. So if you know anything about what Megan does, what her work is about, You know, she is known internationally, not just as somebody that heals energy healing, intuitive counseling, but she teaches other people, not just how to heal from an intuitive energy perspective, but she's also created a way for the body to receive healing. Mm. So whether you know Megan by the many things she does, the private sessions you have, the workshops you've taken with her, the books you've read, the cards she's created, you'll know one thing. And that is that this is about living in a world where it doesn't have to be hard, where healing could be just like breathing, but you got to learn a few things. And one of the things that I think we're all learning about, if we're not learning quickly, we're learning slowly, is the idea of surrender, on the edge of surrender. Wow, this is really, I thought that I had learned this, Megan. Mm. I thought that I had had a bunch of things in my life where this was it. But this is a whole new game, isn't it? It is. And I have to say, Pat, first of all, thank you for that beautiful introduction. And secondly, I love the analogy that you just shared that healing can be as easy as breathing. And that's so true if a person knows how to breathe easily. What I see happening a lot is people holding their breath. And it's something that I notice in my private sessions with my clients. It's something I notice when I'm talking to friends or when I'm teaching Uh, that people hold their breath. It's as if somehow along the way, we have forgotten how to breathe deeply and how to allow our bodies to take the breaths that they need to take in order to be in a place of calmness, a place of being feeling centered, a place of surrendering, not in a giving up way. And we're going to talk about that today, but really more in, in coming from a place of power of personal power and personal authenticity in recognizing when taking that deep breath in and then releasing it it allows us to settle into our bodies and be able to step into discernment in terms of the way in which we respond or choose to react to the things that are happening around us which is why this whole idea of surrender is so important 
for anybody at any point in time, certainly on the healing journey, but especially I think today, the things that are going on in the world, the things that feel like they're out of our control, what does it mean and what does it look like when we choose to surrender as a path to personal empowerment? Yeah, and the reason I'm so glad we're talking about it today is um, that for a long time, I thought surrender meant something very different. And, you know, I've come to learn a lot about the word surrender from my own personal journey, but certainly from my family. Um, I, I don't think this is, this is something that we admit openly. You're not supposed to, if you're a radio host or what do they call us? Personalities, right? That <laughs> well, we certainly not, are those. <laughs> we're those. Uh, that you're not supposed to talk about your personal, I'm not going to say the word, Benny, you're Okay your personal stuff. <laughs> and, you know, it's funny, because somebody asked me about that the other day, and they were commenting on how, how authentic we are, like, mm -hmm. when you share your stuff, and I share mine. And somebody commented and said, Well, you know, Oprah doesn't share a lot of stuff. And I said, Well, like, I'm not Oprah. I'm not even trying to be Oprah. I surrendered trying to be Oprah 15 years ago. <laughs> but I did try at one point in time. I did try to be Oprah. Mm -hmm. but that didn't work out so well. <laughs> um, but surrender for me took on a new level when I understood that surrendering also meant partnering with my higher power, mm. my God, my goddess, my whatever you want to call it. Yes. Right? Beautiful. I love that. I love that that's a, a concept of surrendering that you have come to. And I, I think this is a really important part of what we're going to be talking about today. Surrendering isn't, in my experience, an immediate result, although it can be under certain circumstances. And we're going to talk about surrender as a survival mechanism as we go through today. It is more of a process in understanding and recognizing that over which we have some semblance of control and that over which we do not have any control. And I think it's really important for us to learn over time through personal experience, just like you're describing, where in our lives surrender becomes a survival technique or a coping mechanism or a path to personal empowerment or a way of navigating personal relationships and understanding where sometimes we have to step back a quarter in order to gain a mile, you know, at some point within the context of that relationship that we have with ourselves and with others. And so using the analogy of surrender as a way to connect to your higher self, I think is a really beautiful understanding of a different kind of surrender rather than what is the most immediate thing that comes to someone's mind when they hear the word surrender. And I think but, for a lot of people, what they hear mm -hmm. is giving up. Well, we hear it in in a lot of ways. Uh, so how, how many ways do we hear surrender? For any of you that participated in any kind of sport where somebody had to win and somebody had to lose, like I grew up around boxing. Now, I'm not saying I'm a boxing fan today. I have my own perspective on it. But if you grow up in a boxing family at age five, you get a pair of boxing gloves. That's what I got. I, I own them to this day. But what did that mean back then? Right? Mm -hmm. I come from a family of military people. I tried to enlist myself. They didn't want me. 
that's not true. My mother thought, my mother wouldn't sign for me when I was 17. She said, I'm not being responsibility for you messing up the um, Air Force. Mm. Um, <laughs> but, but this is how we know it. It means surrender. I lose, you win. Mm-hmm. I lose, you win. But is that what we're talking about today? It's not exactly what we're talking about today, although I think it's important to address that understanding of surrender because it is something from a, a more practical military perspective. There certainly is a very long history of waving the white flag as a way to say, please have mercy and compassion on us. We are now giving up. We are surrendering ourselves over to your higher authority, which is how a lot of people interpret it. And if we look at the writings of Winston Churchill, for example, I mean, one of his most famous quotes is, we will never surrender. Right? It is a to surrender is recognized on in some ways as a sign of having failed to achieve your object, your objective in a very traditional sense. And I think it's important to acknowledge that, but I'd like to take it to a different place, which is that even at that with that understanding of surrender and the act of surrendering, even to a higher power or higher authority is still a very brave and courageous act. And it is an act of self-preservation. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's, it's an act of living for the next day in whatever that looks like. And putting your own personal safety and autonomy into the hands of somebody, your enemy, who may not choose to treat you with compassion and respect for right. what you have done, but it's still taking that chance. Right. And then there's the more spiritual, or then the, not more necessarily, but then there's the spiritual side of surrender where we talk about surrendering to God or goddess or a higher power or a higher selves. And that act of surrender is, is where we step away from trying to make things happen. And we literally say to some other energy beyond ourselves, okay, you may know better than I do. I choose to surrender to you to allow you to show me the path that I might not be seeing. And both types of surrender, whether it's sort of a military, I've given up the fight, I can't do this anymore, or a spiritual surrender, I, I give up my path, I can't do this anymore. There's actually a crossover between these two concepts of surrender. You know, I think that really it's very relevant to where we're living in today. I mean, I, I there, there are the things that we give up on a regular basis. And let me use that language if I could for a minute. Mm-hmm. And when we come back from break, I want to talk to you more about it. This is idea of surrender where we actually believe we're giving something up. But if we could think about giving something up as a neutral energy, mm-hmm. meaning that what I give up on the days where I think that I'm actually the pilot, I give up my will, certain aspect of my will. It doesn't mean I stop doing things. But I give up that part of me that doesn't know, that doesn't know, but just keeps pushing. And I ask for that guidance. I sort of, you know, get into the place to surrender. But there's another version of this I want to talk about when we come back. Somebody said to me about a week ago, you know, Pat, you're coming up on a celebration, an anniversary for the network, an anniversary for your show, da, da, da. And, you know, you may lose it all this year. And... Mm. And I was like, uh, okay, like, what do you know that I don't know? Mm. So are we willing to lose it all to get it all? Uh, and what if by letting go of something that no longer serves us, we open right. up space for something new to show up? Yeah, let's take a short break. When we come back, how does it feel to think about that? 
How does it feel to let go of something that you're so absolutely obsessively attached to? Maybe not even obsessively, but how does it feel to do that? Is it a job? Is it a relationship? Is it a business? Is it a family member? What happens when that has to do with something to, you have to surrender to? I'm not going to answer that. I'm going to let Megan answer that. Let's take a short break, everybody. We'll be right back. Are you ready to put down that drink or drug for good? Are you struggling to maintain your recovery from addictive behaviors? Do you need help with a family member or loved one who's in early recovery or battling addiction? Get the help and guidance you need by arranging a recovery recharged phone session with me, Ellen Stewart. Pushy Broad from the Bronx, Certified Life and Recovery Coach. Call 1-800-889-1757. Make an appointment today. Or go to my website, pushybroadfromthebronx.com, and click on the link that says Recovery Recharged. Don't wait. Get the help you need today. This is Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Optimize your breast cancer screening without any radiation or pain. Effective, sensitive, and widely used thermal imaging in Europe is now available to you here in the U.S. Using state-of-the-art FDA-approved camera, Eastside's first and only breast thermography clinic is now open in Bellevue. Safe, sensitive, low cost, no referrals needed. Contact Holistique Medical Center at 425-451-0404 or on the web, drdarvish.com. What we've been taught and told is not all there is. Life is all about energy, and the energy you feel is real. Tune into The Energy Paradigm each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com with Dr. Vic. The Energy Paradigm is an eye-opening, mind-shifting, transformative and earth-shattering way to live, work and do business that will enable you to unlock your magic every day. Visit TheEnergyParadigm.com. Hi everyone, I'm Dr. Pat. If you're like me, you're a woman business owner. Let me introduce you to the high-heeled go-givers. This community of women business owners are there. They are in it to win it for you, to uplifting and transforming the lives of women throughout our community. To find out more, to meet them, you want to go visit highheelgogivers.org and tune in to listen to what they're about to say to you on my show. Do you sometimes feel overwhelmed by your mind? Powerless when it seems to spin in worry circles or bombard you with self-critical thoughts? Do you want to learn how to master your mind and feel more in control of your life? Listen to Dr. Friedman's Empowerment Radio. Shift from confusion to clarity, self-doubt to confidence, and from anxiety to peace and balance. Dr. Friedman and his many guest experts share the insights and tools you want to live with greater ease, joy, and purpose. Tune in to Empowerment Radio every first and third Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Yep. This is Playing on the Edge Radio with Megan Edge and me, Dr. Pat. Megan, before we dig deeper into this, can you give folks an update on what you're up to? Because I know you're preparing for a new class. I know there's a lot going on. I know you have not stopped creating. And so tell folks what that looks like for you. Well, it's true I have not stopped creating, 
I have done some surrendering though. <laughs> I've been practicing surrendering over the last little while. Um, you know, I was really busy. I was pushing really hard to try to get a lot of things out for the fall. And I realized I needed to step back and go into retreat mode, which is why I chose this subject for our, our episode this month, in fact, is that experience of realizing, wow, that's just an awful lot that I'm putting on my plate at one time. So the focus got redirected to this new class that myself and one of my Confident Healer graduates, Jennifer Weir, are going to be offering in the fall. And it's a masterclass series looking at building bridges between modern medicine and alternative healing. And we're going to be doing three in-person classes on Zoom. And then throughout the month in between the classes, there'll be a private Facebook group where the people who are in the class can jump in and get extra resources, ask questions, participate in the program the same way that I teach the Confident Healer, which I've pushed back now to a January start, again, with the realization that with everything going on in the world at a certain point in time, I need to surrender to perhaps stepping away from some of the complete busyness that I was creating for myself so that I could really tune in and focus on what it is that's coming up. So this masterclass series that will be starting in two weeks on Thursday, Thursday, two weeks from now, is really going to be this amazing opportunity for people to come in and learn from me while basically getting their toes wet to see what it might feel like to continue that journey with me and dive into the Confident Healer, which is my intensive program, my 10-month healers program. They don't have to dive into it. They can just take that, that three to four session class and run with it and learn everything they can that we're going to be teaching about this subject of blending energy healing and modern medicine and, and see where it takes them from there. So I'm really excited that we're going to be offering this class uh, this fall. So that's, yeah. our, that's our latest thing that we're going to be working on. Yeah, and, and I think that's it, too, because, you know, it's part of what we're talking about today. And let me ask you this, what are we really surrendering to? And, you mm. know, I, I love that somebody brought that up for me to comment about, you know, for me to comment about, well, what if you what if you lose it all? Mm -hmm. You know, and I, and I have to tell you that it wouldn't be the first time in my life. It's not like I, I, I don't have training wheels on for this i know what it's like to to go through different points of life where you feel mm -hmm. like you're losing it all the realization is that wasn't true for me mm -hmm. you know losing it all means that you've shed this earth skin and you've now transitioned to another plane that's that, mm. that's real loss but i've gone through transitions transformations um i don't know any and all of the above, but I can't tell mm -hmm. you at all what that looks like and why it does. And so for you, what does this mean? The idea of surrendering or surrendering? Yeah. For yeah. me, it's a very powerful concept, a very powerful idea and an action. I, I think for a lot of people, the idea of surrender feels like that's the point where you, you've completely lost control. I choose to see it differently. I choose to see that when I am intentionally and, and understanding that it's time to stop the struggle or stop the fight or stop the controlling and I'm willing to surrender into the unknown of what is going to be next or what is going to fill that space from what I just choose to let go or put down or release that is an action and the universe loves action right I think what the universe I think what frustrates the universe is when we're pushing against an idea 
And it's really hard work because we're barking up the wrong tree and the universe or, the, or our higher self or God or whomever is trying to help us see that whatever that struggle is, we don't need to have it any longer. And, and what the universe would love is for us to be on this path that we've written for ourselves when we show up in the world. And I, I had this moment a number of years ago in a very busy, busy time in my life, but <laughs> that I laughed at because, huh, right, busier than now. <laughs> and, and I was sitting on the deck of my, my cottage, my most favorite place on the planet, and feeling like I should be doing something. I'm sitting here and I'm I'm not doing anything. I should be justifying myself. I should be justifying my existence by making sure that I'm getting something done. I'm accomplishing something. It's that Protestant work ethic that many of yeah. us have grown up with culturally and familiarly. And as I'm sitting there starting to get into this, this anxiety of I should be doing something, I heard this voice. It was a man, a man's voice, clear as day. And the voice said to me, the act of doing nothing is really quite something. The act of doing nothing is really quite something. And I felt myself being pushed back against the, the couch. And I realized, wow. Here I was trying so hard to be busy when actually, for me, the more challenging thing was to sit and look at the birds and listen to the waves and watch the ferry boats go by, that that's what I was struggling against. And that's what I needed the most. And so in that moment, I had my first experience consciously of surrendering. Mm. Oh, wow. And, and I started on this journey of trying to remember to give myself permission to take those step backwards and to recognize it as an empowerment, as a recharging, as a refueling, as a nourishing, so that I could return to fight the good fight another day, you know, rather than to, to put myself to the point of exhaustion, which so many of us do on a regular basis. And I think so many people are doing right now, that, that sentence, that phrase gave me permission and that's what I would like to share with other people. That's what I would want other people to realize is that it's okay. It's okay to put it down. It's not going anywhere. You know, if you still need it, when you're done surrendering, it'll still be there. Yeah. But you'll have a different relationship with it. Yeah. You yeah. know, I, I think we all get to learn this in our own way. And, you know, I know that there are many opportunities in our lifetime to experience it. And I think each experience, like you just described, it becomes a real personal one. Mm -hmm. um, and and I, for me, I think I've learned surrender by degrees, right? Mm -hmm. uh, there's the little baby surrender that you might do mm -hmm. when uh, you're losing in a sport. There's a little surrender that you do. Like, it's mm -hmm. like, ah, but we're playing a game. Of, we're playing Frisbee. We lost. All right. So what? But then there are other surrenders that are harder to do. Mm. Um, for example, I have some people I coach that are still in agony over uh, Hillary Clinton losing the election. Oh. And so some of them are doing really well with focusing energy in another direction. Mm -hmm. Some not. Um, there are people that I work with that have lost their jobs. Right. And so that is a big 
surrender. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we don't talk about those kinds of things or transformations enough because we, ah, you lost a job, go get another job. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. I've been fired from every job I've ever had. That's why I own my own business. So <laughs> there you go. Um, but there are different surrenders. And one of the yeah. things I love about what you do is I tried to think about have I ever been through what you just described Mm. and there not be a healing? Right. I really tried to think about that. And the answer is no. Yeah. No, I have not. Is it instantaneous, miraculous, Godshot healing as your boss is ripping your badge off your neck? No. But does something get healed? And I think that's the key. I wonder, I wonder what we're up for healing now. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. And I, I, I think, or I know that if a person is willing to step back from the immediate experience, even in the moment to have that little voice in the back of their mind that says, it's okay. Like, it's okay to feel scared right now. It's okay to feel angry. It's okay to feel frustrated, upset, uncertain, because something has changed, like the badge has been ripped off you, you've lost your job. And then what now? How are you going to use this experience to take you farther along that healing path, to surrender to the possibility that that event, that wake-up call that you're experiencing is there for a reason? Because you've been hanging on so tightly to the thing that is not serving you any longer, that you were unable to see your way clear to say, I quit, and instead had to have the experience of, you're fired. <laughs> and, and many of us get to that place where, you know, we're just, we're just so focused on, it's got to be like this, that until we get smacked upside the head, we don't realize that, oh, there's another way. There's possibly another way. And maybe I just need to sit back and trust and have faith as challenging as that can sometimes be that there's a reason and a purpose for these things that happen in our lives that seem in the moment to be so against us when in fact they're actually bringing us to a place where it's better yeah than it was before but in order for us to get there we have to go through this process of surrendering and you can call it by many different things when i was getting ready for our show i i looked up you know what are what are the synonyms for surrender and there were some wonderful worlds like yielding or pause or patience waiting softening i love that one capitulate concede submit relent succumb acquiesce (laughs) defer and and when you start looking at the different definitions or different words that we can use for surrender you can start to see the places on a daily basis where you make the decision to step back because that's going to smooth the way or because it's easier that way, or because it's okay to let that other person go through the door before you do. You know, in all these little ways throughout the day and throughout the weeks, we are constantly either taking the lead or stepping back, taking the lead or stepping yeah. back. Yeah. Right. We actually do it more than we believe we're doing it. We That's really right. Do. Yeah. I mean, it, can you imagine a world if surrendering wasn't going on? Can you imagine? The, a, you know, yeah. the, the mental, physical, and spiritual annihilation of no one yielding yeah. ever. It would be like this. You know, we would just be at loggerheads with one another. And I think everyone's had that moment where yeah. 
you just realize, okay, this is not going anywhere. Yeah. Somebody's going to have to give. Someone's going to have to yield for there to be forward momentum or else everything implodes. And then we end up with anarchy or, um, yeah, anarchy. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm okay with anarchy. I was just having a thought right there when you said that, but I'm going to let that slip for a moment. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the idea of a big picture in the, in the context of surrender and why in today's world it is one of the most important tools you can have today in your toolkit. What are the things we're not talking about as we keep taking surveys? It's what it's like for people to work from home, for kids to work from home. What are we really studying when we study the impact of kids sitting at a computer? Are we studying an impact or are we studying what comes with the resistance to a level of change and uncertainty and something that may not get back? to the way it was. What do you do? When we come back, we're going to talk about that big, big picture, but also the many different faces of surrender. And so that you all know that there isn't a right or a wrong. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back, back with On the Edge of Surrender. Are you meeting your sales goals? Or maybe your business plan could use a dose of the divine. Tune in to Divinely Driven Results with faith-based business coach Elise Smith on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Coach Elise Smith helps listeners get unstuck from their business plateau and become empowered through divine guidance. Build up belief in yourself and your dreams and learn business strategies that work for you for real lasting results. Learn more by visiting www divinelydrivenresults.com Are you ready to invest in your best self? Join Sabrina Wright as she shares practical tools for creating joy and balance in your life every single day. Sabrina is here to help you become your greatest advocate and empower you to make decisions that will help you learn to live your best life. Live the good life, connecting your physical and spiritual self with Sabrina Wright every second Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific on TransformationDocRadio.com. What would you do with the power of community? How do you create your own rituals? Tune in to Living Your Gifts with me, Susan Huff, Ancient Applications for Modern Times, the second Wednesday of each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Our lives begin with the stories we are told and the stories we tell ourselves. Storytelling is the key. To learn more about me, visit livingyourgifts.com. That's livingyourgifts.com. Did you know that all of the shows on the Transformation Radio Network are available as podcasts to stream or download? Really? Check us out. Go to transformationradio.fm. We have business shows, spiritual shows, energy healing shows, and pretty much everything in between. Something for everyone guaranteed to inspire, educate, and transform. We are transforming the world one listener at a time. Sometimes being human has its challenges. Our physical health falters, our spirits sag, our dreams don't immediately come to fruition. Welcome to the power of Maximum Medicine Radio. Join me, Doc Martin, in conversations that will blow your mind about healing. In our hit show, Doc Martin addresses the scientific 
with bridging to the mystical approaches to give you a new narrative about maximum medicine. In this live call-in show, we will journey into the extraordinary genius of the human body and talk about other beliefs that impact being your multidimensional self. We seek the seen and the unseen and explore the earthbound and the otherworldly, all with the purpose of calling forth the maximum you. To learn more about Doc Martin and Maximum Medicine, visit www.sharonmartinmd.com. Benny, he's like, I'm going to play him some real meditative music. <laughs> and so I, I'm like waiting for Elton John or something to come on here so that I can I could pay attention to when to come back. <laughs> now that surrender, it's like, are we live? It was like, like, who, what? Are they here? Yeah, we're here. Surrendering um, play- to the circumstances beyond your control. Oh, I took, yeah. So this is it. This is on the edge of surrender today, today's episode mm-hmm. on playing on the edge radio. I mean, before we, we start talking about the big picture, because I know you work not only in the big picture, you know, there's this 36,000 foot level, that's airplanes, zoom right up there, all that. And then you have to get down to the lower levels, right? Mm-hmm. And break it down because your perspective changes. You know, it's 37,000 feet, can't even see any people. But 12,000 feet, when you jump out of an airplane or 15,000, you get a different view. And the more you come down, the the different, more different the perspective is. Mm-hmm. Can you let folks know the body of work you do that doesn't just look at the big picture, but really drills down to take care of how to deal with the practicality of life. Well, it's it's just that. It's looking at the, the micro and the macro. So when someone comes to see me as a personal client, the first thing that I encourage them to do or invite them to do is to tell me their story. I want to hear how they're telling their story about the things that have happened to them in their lives or the reason that they're coming to see me. What is the thing that they need to help with, they need coaching around, they need support with, they need healing from, whether it's about life direction or the loss of a loved one or a relationship that's falling apart or some trauma that's occurred for them many, many years ago. And now they're ready to surrender to the process of taking that healing journey. And it all starts with the story. And the story is the micro. The story is what we've placed right in front of ourselves and the understanding that we have of the experiences that have happened to us in our lives. When we, when we understand the story, we can start to change our relationship with the story. And that's where we can, I can help my clients see what the way in which they're telling their story, which part of that is empowering and which part of that might not be empowering. Where might they be in victimhood and where might they be seeing their own potential? And then helping them move from that micro vision of everything, they're really close to the ground, here's what I know, to opening it up into a bigger picture perspective, the the macro perspective, where we start to see connections, where we're able to look back through someone's life story and see a pivotal moment and start to follow the thread through to the moment that they are sitting in my healing space with me. As a, as a process of helping them to understand that every single thing that they've experienced in their lives has meaning and has purpose. And that when I can help them see the meaning and the purpose of these experiences that they've had, it, it takes them from a place of this has happened to me and I am a victim and I have no control to 
this is what I have chosen and here are the reasons why I have chosen it. And so we move into life path. What are the themes of their life, of their lives or their life? What is it that they're looking for in that bigger picture? And at that point, we can start to unravel some of the perceived sufferings and, and, and real sufferings, their experience of those and give them a meaning that is more empowered. And that whole process involves exactly what we're talking about today, which is surrendering into letting go of a belief system that a person has about themselves in order for a new perspective to be available to them that they can then work with that can take them from that place of, and I, I don't mean this to be disrespectful, but kind of a woe is me place. Like, look at what's happened to me. Look at how, how awful this is to a place of, wow, I understand now why that had to happen. I understand the path and the process. And now I'm willing to work with that and have it be meaningful for me in my life. Yeah. I mean, I think that, you know, there is a part of this that I want to talk about, and I know we've talked about it before, but the thing that's just popping up for me as I'm thinking about this is what was I feeling before the action I took? Mm. What was I feeling before, before, during, and after? And, you know, I thought about this a lot, especially in the context of what we're going through and experiencing right now. I mean, COVID-19 has taken everything we knew and thrown it up in the air for a moment. Mm-hmm. And in, in, in this is the part of surrender that I like to think about. You know, I see it as things in my life, and it could be very specific, just being thrown up in the air. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I've often wondered about is what part do I have as to where they fall. And this has been key for me because I see these kinds of things as something, someone, some entity, mostly now I believe in spirit, God, you know, for some reason, you're deciding to throw that up in the air for a moment. And what role do I play into how I see their falling down and landing? Mm-hmm. And I think that has been the key for me because I think there is a breath that we get to take between the thing that triggers the surrender and an alternate outcome. I think we get to take a breath. Sometimes it's 10 years <laughs> that you're holding your breath. <laughs> That's right. Right? I mean, it's like, oh, okay, lost my job then, haven't had a job in 12 years. Oopsie. Um, but whatever it is, you know, we think sometimes surrender means we don't do anything. What's your take on that? I think surrender is all about action. I really feel, and I'll say it as many times as I have, as I need to, it, surrender is a step forward. It's an action that a person consciously takes. I don't, I don't know that you could subconsciously surrender. I think there's lots of times when you're not necessarily conscious that you're surrendering because it's become such a habit. Like, for example, if you're in a relationship with someone and no matter what you say or do, yeah, you're not going to get through to them or you're not going to get your way. They're going to overpower you. And so you surrender each time, despite the good fight for them to have their way. That that can be a form of surrender that you're mm-hmm. unconscious that you're doing because it's a habit. But you're still making that choice, right? This still comes down to choice and personal responsibility. 
when when you are aware that this is the action that you're taking which is to surrender then you're in a place of empowerment you're willing to open yourself up to what could be next what could be possible for me instead of what is impossible for me and it it reminds me of the serenity prayer you know the one where god grant me the serenity god, god grant me the yeah yeah, yeah. god yeah right over that that over which i have control that over which i do not have control in my belief system personally i feel that the only place that i actually have any kind of control whatsoever is in how i choose to respond or react to the circumstances and situations that are happening around me i have no control over anybody else's actions i cannot convince anyone of anything it's not my place to prove myself right and prove them wrong I, the only thing I can control is how I choose to respond. And it's just like what you were saying, Pat, it's about feeling. Okay, how did I feel before the person said that thing or this, this action, this result happened? How did I feel while it was happening? How do I feel now? And then what am I going to do with my feelings about this? Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's, that's all you have control over. And even then, some might argue you don't necessarily have control over that either. Well, I, I love this. I love that you brought up the serenity prayer. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. And you know what the key is in that prayer for me? Mm -hmm. it, it's not, you know, the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. I'm really good at that. And it's certainly not the courage, right? to change the things I can't. That's never been a thing for me in my life. It's mm -hmm. the third part of that prayer that I think is the showstopper for a lot of people. And that is the wisdom to know the difference. See, you've got to have a sense of the wisdom around surrender. Mm -hmm. You know, do you know that song? Uh, what is that? You got to know when to hold them and know when to fold them. Right. Do you know that, <laughs> yes. that, Benny, what is that? Kenny Rogers deal? Yeah. Yep, that's it. Um, <laughs> how much wisdom is in that song when it comes to surrender? Mm -hmm. Well, and this is just it. There is this understanding of live to fight another day. And I, part of what really inspired me for us to have this conversation is watching what's going on in the world and and looking at all the all the fight, the fight that is happening right now, the fight for survival, the fight for a voice, the fight for equality, there's a lot of fight out there. And there are good people, strong people out there who are doing that fighting. And I looked to my own reaction and response to that and thought, well, why am I not out there fighting? You know, should I be blogging about strength and voice and power like I've done in the past? Should I be holding up my placard like I did in university and fighting take back the night marches and for women's equality when I was doing women's studies and you know, should I be re-engaging in that and what I heard so strongly from my higher voice or higher self or whomever was no your role now is oh geez people pick up the pieces you see isn't that interesting that's my job yeah right because we're not all going to hear what you hear right Mm -hmm. people are going to come up with their own version of that. I think that's what you're saying. Yes, that's right. Yeah. That's right. And then, and then for me, it was okay. So then I can put down any guilt complex that I might be carrying around with me that I'm not doing enough to make a difference in the world. 
when what I understand from what I've been told is my job is to hold the door open when you come to me and say, yeah. I'm so tired. Yeah. Oh, I'm so wounded. I'm oh. so hurt. Please help me pick up the pieces so I can learn how to fight better or more efficiently or whatever it is that I need to do next. Because every single one of us at some point or another has to surrender. We cannot just keep fighting and keep pushing because then we are of no use to anyone, whether it's the movement that we're fighting for, the belief that we're trying to get people to understand. It doesn't matter. At a certain point, we all have to surrender. And so when you choose to surrender, I will help you pick up the pieces. That's what a healer mm. does. I love that. And you know, this is kind of the one of the more interesting conversations. I think we should ask everybody listening to really be mindful of where they're engaged. I mean, I was engaged in a, a debate, not an argument, but a debate. And let me tell you, this may seem like a nothingness to people, but usually when you debate on something like I'm about to say, there's usually that's the tip of the iceberg. And then there's all this, mm -hmm. the big debate, Benny, you're going to love this. The big debate. Somebody did a post on some social media thing. Mind you, we don't even have the next James Bond movie out yet. But now we are replacing Daniel Craig. Obviously, people didn't want him replaced a year ago. But now the big debate came out. And one of the polls, by a short margin, picked, uh, I, I think it's Henry Cavill, the guy that plays Superman, to replace him. So for 30 minutes, we debated who should be the next double oh seven? Everybody from Idris Elvin and, you know, should it be a woman? You know, how about Charlize Theron? She was in his, I mean, 30 minutes. And it <laughs> felt so good to be able to debate about nothing. Yes. Nothing. That at the end of it, you look at each other and say, we're not going to have any control over this, but do you want a hundred dollar bet? And, sure. but you see, that small moment gives you a sense of power mm -hmm. and triviality, very trivial, right. the next James Bond. Well, that is important in the greater scheme of things. It was important to us for a moment, hot moment. At least we weren't yakking about the Kentucky Derby. But, <laughs> but we have those moments where we can feel like we have a say in things. And I think this is a confusion, Megan, and maybe you can help. Because, you know, this is the part of surrender that's not like giving up. Giving up feels so hopeless mm. to me. Mm, well, um, and it's not that I haven't gone to the edge of something and said, I just don't want to go any further here. Mm -hmm. I just don't. I'm at the point now where I've done the best I could do with this thing here. Right. You know, I either don't have enough fuel in my gas tank to carry it another 10 years or but I've known that um, and I haven't felt like giving up. How do we reconcile that? Well, I'm curious how many people listening and watching have ever had the experience of coming to a point where they say, okay, I give up. I'm done. I'm, I don't want to fight this fight anymore. I'm putting it down. And when that decision is made, there is suddenly such relief. Yeah. Oh, 
wow, I can breathe again. I didn't even realize how heavy that was on my shoulders. I'm sure that everybody can, is nodding their heads and going, oh yeah, I do know what that feels like. I do know what that feels like. And this is where, you know, I want to put a positive spin on this whole idea of giving up means failure versus understanding that when something is done, it's done, it's complete. Why are you fighting for it still? Or why are you fighting against it still? There's a certain amount of completion that we can we can engage with when we decide that the putting it down is an act of empowerment in that act of surrender that's an action that we're taking and what we're really saying to ourselves the universe whomever is okay i recognize and acknowledge that the fight is done it's complete i don't need this any longer i'm open to whatever is going to come next and I think this is especially true when we put down a belief. I think that's one of the most difficult surrenders that we can do is to release a cherished belief that we have about ourselves, about our story, about our religion, about our morals and our values, about somebody else in our lives. Beyond anything else, that moment of releasing and putting down expectation and belief has got to be, in my mind, one of the most courageous acts that anybody can do. And it's not about saying I was wrong. It's about recognizing that that belief no longer serves me. It no longer holds yeah. a place for me. I yeah. wonder what new belief is going to come in about myself, yeah. about the world, about what's possible. That, yeah. that is the most, I think, spiritual surrender that anybody can do, is letting go yeah. the belief. I think we've all had to go through that. I mean, I said to you earlier today, this is my first day back in our studio office. Um, we came in over the weekend. We built some new equipment. Um, things for our expansion came in, really cleaned the place down, did a whole bunch of things here. It's my first day back uh, since, really, the notice came out about COVID, right? Mm -hmm. um, we're all more mindful, more aware. And, you know, uh, I think many of us had had to surrender to the fact that we're not going to go in public, and I'm not sure until when, without a mask, whether we like it or not. Mm -hmm. You know, there are some places you're not going to be able to go in. But I find myself, the, the gift of surrender is I stop fighting yes. anything and everyone. I stop fighting that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's a huge piece of this whole thing. And it's, and it's a very similar experience to what I have been having over the last six or months, six or so months. I've been really wanting to be able to have an impact on the people I love and anyone who will listen to me. Here's how you can be safe. Here's how you can boost your immune system. Here's how you can take better care of yourself. Yeah. I have the techniques. I have the essential oils. I yeah. have the products. I've created all of this for you. Here's what you can do. And then realizing I cannot convince anyone of anything. No, I can't do it. And as a healer, that's my first knee jerk reaction is how can I help you? I yeah. can help you. I know what can make a difference for you. But when people step back and say, I, I just, it's too much. It's too much. I can't do it. Instead of pushing something on someone, I've really had to dig deep into my own wish and desire to make a difference in people's lives to help them. And look at where is that coming from? Why is that so important to me? And really just surrender to 
if someone needs my help, they will come and ask for my help. And I can just keep my mouth shut <laughs> about everything else. Well, there you go. <laughs> That's one of the hardest things for a healer to do. There, the we, there we go. It, it really is. And there are some people I'm a little bit more persistent with, like Linda, my best friend. I mean, mm -hmm. we have a routine of essential oils, CBD, a whole routine, Argentin 99. I mean, there's just a whole bunch of things that we've kicked into place, which is very mm -hmm. counterintuitive for Linda. Mm -hmm. And yet there's a part of this where you just know you can put it on the table and that's where it'll either stay yeah. or it'll move. Yeah. But you don't have very much at all control of that. Well, that's right. It's That's that wonderful old saying, you can lead a horse to water, but you cannot make it drink. So I can provide all the information that I have. And then beyond the, the yeah. people in my very immediate sphere, like my daughters, for whom I'm still their, their parent, primary caregiver. Yeah. Even, but even them, I've said, look, you guys can take it or leave it. Just know that it's here for you. Like you say, it's on the table. Here's the essential oils that I'd really love for you to work with. They're here on the table. And here's all the things you need to know about them. And I'm going to go over here. Yeah. <laughs> if they're still there when I turn around. Yeah. <laughs> I know. that, And you know, isn't that the best way to really attribute so much to Kenny Rogers, uh, holding them and folding them? Megan, thank you for today. Please give out your website and let folks know how they can get a hold of you. You can visit me at uh, meganedge.ca. That's where you'll find information about the Confident Healer, which is opening up in January. Mm. And the new masterclass that's coming up this fall, starting in a couple of weeks. We're going to be updating over the next few days to make sure that all the information is there for people who want to jump in and work with myself and my beautiful, I would say, colleague now, because she's a certified mind, body, and soul healer, and I am practitioner. And you can also find me on Facebook and on LinkedIn. You can go to our YouTube channel and see all the amazing things that we've created over the years to help you on your healing journey. And you can reach out to me personally. I love an email or, yeah, I love an email. Yeah, we love emails. <laughs> Don't phone <Thank> me. <laughs> yeah, I know. Thank you, Megan. Thank you so much for giving us multiple perspectives to consider. You've been listening to Playing on the Edge Radio with Megan Edge. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio and the Dr. Pat Show Network, providing you with ways of sustaining radical and powerful changes in your life. If you've missed any part of this episode or want to find out more about Megan Edge, visit her website at meganedge.ca.